Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons and a lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome to Thriving at 60 and Getting Unstuck with Wendy B. Today, I'd like to talk about the power of intention. I support women when facing adversity to reclaim their power, bringing them more clarity, confidence, and joy. Some of you know that I work with young, troubled teens. And the other day, one of the teens who is going through, you know, life's challenges, and they hadn't their mom is dead, their dad's in jail, and their grandma used to raise them, and there was things that absolutely didn't work. And so three of the siblings left the grandmothers. This child came to me quite nervous. He was going to meet his grandma and sister in another town. I think he had to take a couple of buses and, and walk 20 minutes <laughs> to meet them at the destination that they were going for for uh, the birthday dinner. And he was quite nervous because he hadn't talked to his grandma in three months. They, they had a disagreement. And lots of times he had disagreements with this other sibling. And so I said to him, why would you want to meet them for this birthday uh, dinner? And their reply was that they wanted this sibling to experience being loved and they just wanted to hang out. I invited them to write down their intention. And I got them to repeat their intention, and their intention was that the sibling would experience being loved. I had a conversation with him, and I said, well, you know, sometimes you disagree. If you have this intention, and your sibling says something you don't like, or you're confronted, or it makes you uncomfortable, normally you speak out and defend yourself. If you do that, if you react to anything, will what comes out of your mouth have your sibling experience being loved, appreciated? And they said no. And I said, great. You may not have a lot to say you may have to not speak a lot 
during this dinner. They looked at me and said, oh. And I said, now, your grandmother sometimes says derogatory things to you. If you respond how you normally would respond, is your sibling going to experience your intention of them feeling, being loved? And he looked at me and he said, no, they won't. And I said, great. Then there's another reason why you may not be opening your mouth and speaking much during this dinner. And uh, he looked at me and he said, yeah. And I said, so my request is that you write this intention down, keep it in your wallet, and then during the meal, before you speak, look at this intention, read it, and see that if what comes out of your mouth will have your sibling experience being loved. And they agreed. And I was a bit apprehensive, but I was just like, you know, they're adults. They got to go do their thing. This young person left and to catch the bus. And I was thinking about the last time that they had a, a get together. It was quite rough and they were supposed to go out for a meal and he was back in less than an hour in tears because his grandmother had berated him and put him down and obviously he wasn't acting the way the grandmother thought he should be, whatever. And so he had been quite upset. So I was praying that this would support this young person. And about three hours later, he came in the house and he walked up to me, gave me a hug and kissed the back of my head and went to his room. <laughs> Obviously, him having this intention worked and he had a good meal. And we talked a little about it after. Not a lot, but a little about it after. And why I'm bringing that up is, you know, the power of intention. You intend to have something happen. Especially going into any situation, especially if there's adversity or uncertainty or it's a good thing to write, you know, what do you, what do you intend? What's the outcome you want? You're responsible for your reactions, not theirs. It's amazing when we go into a situation and our intention is for someone to experience being loved or, or our intention is to be peaceful or our intention is to be loving. And then we'll catch our actions are not a correlate to what we intend. Every morning I wake up and I what an intention for the day is to be, my intention today is to be productive. Now I caught myself sitting on the toilet, scrolling through Facebook and I said I was only going to do it for a few minutes and 25 minutes later. That wasn't being productive. So I put the phone away and I went, okay, so what do we need to do to be productive? You know, and I have a list of things to do today. So I just started getting in action because my intention for the day was to be productive. Now, that doesn't mean sometimes I'm not going to be productive. But if you have an intention and you write it out, 
you can look, am I taking the actions that I've created from this intention? If not, that can be your access to taking the actions you want for your intention. My invitation is to look at every situation uh, when, you, when you're going to have a conversation with someone. You know, what do you intend to have happen? And you get to be responsible for that intention. They don't, you do. Or you could even say, if you're going into a conversation, uh, you could ask the other person. You could tell them what your intention is, and you could ask them what their intention is. Now, you can only hold yourself accountable for your intention, not them. But it really will help you focus on what you, what, you know, what, what is the outcome I want to have out of this situation. And I say it will give you some power because it will have you being responsible for what you want to cause. When I was writing my best-selling book called Getting Unstuck, my intention was that each chapter, if someone just only read one chapter, if that was the chapter they needed to read, my promise was that if they took, they did the task that I have questions at the end of each chapter, and if they answered those questions, they would move forward. They would get unstuck. And that, that intention is being fulfilled. When I was creating the launch, my intention was to become a bestseller the day of the launch on Amazon. And so I looked at all the things, that, the actions that I had to take to have that happen. I enrolled 200 people to buy the book and let their friends know about the book that day and ask them, their friends, to buy the book. And I put the book on sale for, you know, $1.99 or something like some very reasonable price the day of the launch and amazingly you know my intention was to become a bestseller and I, I, I put you know I'll be a bestseller by noon of that date and just as noon came I became a best-selling author in one category and then a couple hours later I became a best-selling author in another category now I took all the actions that I needed to take to cause that intention. Now, I might not have caused it, but at least I took the actions. My invitation is if you create an intention and take the actions that are necessary to cause the intention, you have a, 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 a better chance of causing that than you do if you're not responsible about what you're intending to have happen. Thank you for listening. I'm Wendy B. I support women when facing adversity to reclaim their power, bringing them more clarity, confidence, and joy. I share my 40 years experience of being a successful entrepreneur, and I'm an international renowned transformational solution coach, author, motivational speaker, podcaster. I'm a certified Reclaim Your Power workshop leader, transformational coach transforming your perception of yourself and others one conversation at a time i'm the author of getting unstuck 30 ways to turn your limiting barriers into clarity freedom and power you can get that book on amazon in paperback 
or digital, or you can get it in digital from Tolino, Kobo, Apple, Barnes & Noble, Overdrive, 24 Symbols. So thank you for listening. If you go to my website, wendybergen.com, you can book a complimentary 15-minute discovery session where we can discover where you're stuck and have you take action and move you forward. Thank you for listening to Thriving at 16, Getting Unstuck with Wendy B. See you next week. Bye now. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com. Oh, yeah.